I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. If you recall, in our last study together, we learned how Job and King David blessed the Lord while they were prosperous and blessed the Lord also when they were going through persecution and suffering. It is our duty to give glory to the God of heaven and earth, but it is also a high privilege to bless His wonderful name at all times in our lives. God is always good and always doing good. Let's learn how we can draw closer to God tonight by following the example of those who have gone before us, victorious in Christ Jesus. At the end of the broadcast, as is our custom, we will pray with you and give you contact information so that we can be a further help to you. May God bless you as you hear the message. And I'm sure it was not just morning, it was throughout the day. He had that in him throughout the day. He was the worshiper, just like David. It was constant. It was a life. It was a, um, it was a lifestyle. It was a, a practiced, learned, practiced um, relationship with the Lord. Like anything comes by practice. Whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, they come by practice. Without practicing, you know, you cannot have anything. So um, that's why it says also um, in the New Testament, it says that just as you have yielded your members to uncleanness, Yield your members of your bodies to righteousness, to holiness. So, to whom we serve, that's going to become our master. So, he has been practicing worshipping the Lord. Worshipping the true God at all times. So, when Satan came and told the Lord, God knew that Job would not deny him. Just like how Jesus knew Peter would deny him, the Lord knew Job will not deny him. So, the Lord knew about Job. So, we have to say, Lord... I want to become like that. That's our whole point of tonight's uh, meeting is not to look at Job and see, Lord, I cannot be like Job. I'm feeling depressed. You know, not, that's not the point of the message. The message is to drive us toward the Lord. Look at Job. If he can be like that, we can be like that. So it's for us to push upward more, you know, toward the Lord. And, and, uh, if we continue, um, the reading, uh, we're going to see, like, what happened. Verse 12. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them. And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God has fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away. Yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, 
there came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in the eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house. And it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. So we see what happened to Job was, he lost his ox, he lost his donkeys, he lost his sheep, he lost his camels, he lost his servants, and he lost his children. He basically he lost everything. It's like you know in this day, like we can say, he lost his car, he lost his house, you know, he lost all his uh, income, his bank account was zero, and then he lost his children too, you know. Now like he has lost everything. Just one thing that can happen to us can just make us like sit down. But in spite of that, what he does is his routine thing. His heart was after the Lord. He got up. And it says that he says, blessed be the name of the Lord. He's worshipping the Lord. He's blessing the Lord during his most difficult time. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And here we see Job, how he's blessing. And it's an example of a human being going through such extreme circumstances. He was not, um, he was not like a superhuman. You know, he, he didn't have like the gift of this or gift of that, you know, to say like, oh, he had the gift to praise God. No. He was an ordinary person just like us. But he made a choice. He made a choice, very clear choice, to praise the Lord. That was his lifestyle. You know, he, it will not come without practicing, you know. And practicing is not like a, um, like, a, like a mantra or something like that. It comes from our heart because of our love for the Lord. So he said it out of his love for the Lord from his heart. He was trusting the Lord. Lord, I will bless you, Lord, at all times. Even during this time, I will bless you. And he blessed the Lord from his heart. So you see that it wasn't just from his lips. He went and he just fell before the Lord and he worshipped the Lord. So the next thing we're going to see is chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? And still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him, to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord, and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. The Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. So Job over here, if you look at it, like it's like a, it's like a movie, you know. 
Satan coming and talking to the Lord, but this is a reality that happens, you know, to all of us, like what really happens in the world that we cannot see. Satan is trying to do everything he can to show God that Job is going to fall. God knows Job, and he's saying, I'm going to show you. <laughs> now, Job is in the midst of everything, you know. But God knew that, okay, if I even take everything, I'm going to give him back. But now Satan comes with, attack his body. Give him pain. Already he's in pain. He's lost everything, and he's lost his children. That itself, you know, when you lose children, you know, a lot of people, they don't even come out of it till the day they die. He's lost all his children. And with that, like, he doesn't even have time to mourn. There's no mourning because he's now with, covered with boils all over, you know, and he's scratching himself and he's in a lot of pain. And on top of that, the wife who is supposed to be next to him and comfort him, basically she's saying, what she's saying is you die. You know, curse God and die. You know, I don't want you, you know, living like this. You know, so that's no comfort. So now it's adding to physical pain, that's the emotional thing. The one that he trusts, the one that he loves, she's coming against him. And she's saying, curse God, the very person that he loves. And she's telling him to die. You know, so that's the very painful thing that Job is going through. And she's saying, with all that was happening with Job, he did not curse God. During all this time, because he's a worshiper of the Lord. By Job's wife telling, how long are you going to hold on to integrity? That means she's saying, how, are you, how long are you going to keep worshiping this God? How long are you going to keep thanking God? You know, when you are receiving so many bad things, that's why he's saying, I thank God, I bless him when I have good times. Shouldn't I not bless him when I have bad times? That's what he's telling her. So, you see Job's integrity, even when his body was, you know, affected. Now we're going to see how much more he is going through. He did not stop over here. We turn to chapter 19, Job chapter 19, verses 1 and 2. In 13 to 21, how worse, you know, can it get for somebody? And how much they can hold on to? How long they can hold on to? Job chapter 19, verses 1 and 2. How long will you vex my soul and break me in pieces? In other words, now you have Job's friends coming. They just didn't stay at home. They're coming there to hurt him, to break him into pieces. Already, like, his body's broken. He's lost everything. Now they're coming and they're accusing him. And he's, like, vexed because... They're constantly, it's not like one time thing they come, but they're constantly coming. And they're vexing him. And we're going to read verses 13 to 21. The same chapter, chapter 19, verses 13 to 21. He's saying that he hath put my brethren afar from me. Those are his family. And mine acquaintance are verily estranged from me. My kinsfolk have failed. My familiar friends have forgotten me. They that dwell in mine house, in my maidens, Count me for a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I called my servant, and he gave me no answer. I entreated him with my mouth. My breath estranged my wife, though I entreated for the children's sake of mine own body. Yea, young children despised me. I rose, and they spake against me. All my inward friends abhorred me, and they whom I loved are turned against me. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Now you see how much he is going through. His wife, his friends, his close friends, his relatives, people in his neighborhood, even the little children, they are all despising him. His servants, 
So even like when he's so sick and he's in pain, when he's calling his servant for something, even they are not coming. So imagine the pain that you know he's going through. Like in addition to everything, like he doesn't even have a chance to even think about what he was actually going through. Because he's so much in torment, physically, mentally, emotionally. And so much pain he's going through. And he's being persecuted from every side. From his wife, from his friends. And we have to like put ourselves in his shoes and see what he actually went through. Just even one, a lot of times like if our friends don't talk to us properly, that will, that is enough to sink us down for a couple of days. Like they said this, he said this, she said this. Now how can they say, I didn't really mean that, you know. But look what he's going through, you know. The closest friends and his own spouse and his servant. He, Job was a man who was esteemed by all. And now, even his servant, they're speaking, they're not even doing anything for him. They're despising him. And imagine the little children, they come and make fun of him when he's suffering. So, the extent which Job really suffered was horrible. We've not really seen anybody like going through all of this like this, you know, at the same time. That Job went through so much. But Job was a man of character. He was not some extraordinary superman, you know, like we said. He was an ordinary person. He felt physical, emotional, mental pain. Just like all of us. He was not above physical pain. He was not above emotional pain. He was not somebody like who didn't feel anything. You can, when you read the book of Job, you'll see, you know, all his talk. How much pain he went through. And even in uh, verse 2 we saw, you know, he's basically saying, stop tormenting me. That's what he's telling his friends. You know, so much he was being tormented. But he made a choice. He made a very specific choice to worship God. To be a worshiper of God at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. So even going through this extreme circumstance, Job made a choice to praise God. And God certifies. Now, he certified about Job when he had good times. Now we have to see, what did God say about Job during his bad times? Did Job change anywhere? We're going to look at Job chapter 42, verse 7 and 8. We're going to see, what is God telling about Job? Verse 7 and 8. God is saying, verse 7, And it was so that after the Lord had spoken words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz, the Tamanite, My wrath is kindled against thee, and against thy two friends. For ye have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Job hath. So he's basically saying that Job didn't speak anything wrong. All you people who came and seemingly spoke righteous things about God, you actually spoke bad things. Job was the one who spoke right things. And now God is telling them, Therefore take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you. For him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly, in that ye have not spoken of me, the thing which is right like my servant Job. Now we see twice God is saying. Verse 7 once, and then verse 8 once. Twice God is telling. Same thing we saw in chapter 1, where God says in verse 1, and then God says again, have you seen my servant Job? In chapter 42, we're seeing twice God is saying about Job. You see his words, no matter what he went through, he was a worshiper of me. He blessed me at all times. He never spoke anything bad. 
And um, that should be that of us. We have to strive for that. We have to um, live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. Live a life of worship. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. When that becomes our lifestyle, no matter what we go through, nothing will move us. It's not that we will not feel any pain. Even though we feel pain, we make a choice to worship God. We make a choice to bless God. So, that is what we're learning from the life of Job and the life of David tonight. And uh, God is such a faithful God. He's not a God who likes to torment his people. And when we look at it, all these people um, who we see in the book of Job, like his own brethren who stayed away, who didn't come, and his own friends and his family, all of them came. The last chapter of Job, they all came. You know how they came? They came with gifts. They all brought gifts to Job. And God blessed them to that extent. And the children, there were nobody, you know, as beautiful as his daughters. And God blessed them with everything, and he blessed them double. So God is such a faithful God. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 3 to 12. We have to have this in our mind, because sometimes we can think, okay, when we go through difficult times, it is difficult to worship God, it is difficult to bless God. But when I'm happy, you know, I will definitely praise God. But a lot of times it's the opposite also. Because a lot of times we can forget. That's why God knows us. He knows humans. That's why he says in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 3 to 12. You can please read. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily. As the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee, in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write upon them, write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates, and it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and wells digged which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You see over here how the Lord is saying, now you are going through the desert. When I bring you into that promised land, when you are full, it is possible for you to forget the Lord your God. It is very possible for you to forget everything that God has done. So that's why the Lord is saying, remember. Remember from where I brought you. Remember what I have done. It's always good to recollect. And that's why he says, write it. Write it all over. Teach your children. Tell your children what the Lord did. Tell them all the miracles that the Lord did. And tell them how he brought you out of the land of Egypt. And all uh, the wonderful things that the Lord has done. So that you don't forget and they don't forget. It's not just for them. It's for us also. For us to remember what the Lord has done. And 
Uh, the key verse over here is verse 5. And thou, shalt love, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thine soul and with all thy might. And he's saying, if we do this, we can never fall. If we love the Lord like Job did. If we love the Lord with all our heart like David did. In good times and in bad times, we'll always praise him. Like, simple example is like a marriage, you know. When the marriage is a very strong marriage, when the husband and wife are like very loving, no matter what sickness the spouse goes through, the wife will always be there. The husband will always be there. They will not be waiting, okay, when will this person die, you know. They'll always be there. It'll be like they're both going through it together. You know, same thing with the Lord is, when we love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul and strength, no matter what we go through, we will bless Him at all times because we know Him and He knows us. It is that tight relationship that we have. It's the practical relationship, the walk, living walk, the living Lord will give us that strength to praise Him. And He will give us that courage when we go through. But like David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So that is David's secret. Even though he walked through everything, God was with him. And even though Job went through everything, he knew my Redeemer lives. It looked like God forsook him, but he knew that God was there. And God could trust him. That's why the Lord says even when he went through everything, Job did not sin. So we have to be like that. And the last verse we're going to see is, Psalm 103, verse 2. A very familiar verse that we all know. Bless the Lord of my soul and forget not all his benefits. That means it's very possible for us to forget all his benefits. When we get full, when the Lord blesses us, when he answers our prayer, it's very possible for us to receive everything and completely forget who blessed us, who gave us. So we have to have um, these two things in our mind. One is, when we go through bad times, do we bless the Lord? When we go through good times, do we bless the Lord? So, I will bless the Lord at all times. So we have to like remember this verse. Lord, I will bless you at all times. No matter what we go through, Lord, no matter if I have a job, if I lose my job, if I lose my house, if I lose my um, everything, you know. All the, you know, money and uh, lose the vehicle, you know, lose our very life, lose everything we have. Just like Job, even if we have to go through, just like Job. We should be able to bless the Lord at all times. We can have a month full of blessing and totally forget the Lord and, you know, keep enjoying. And completely, you know, leave our relationship with the Lord. So, whatever we are going to face this month, we have to keep this like in our heart, like a slogan. I will bless the Lord at all times. Lord, tomorrow, whatever I'm going to go through. If my friends forsake me, if my neighbor comes and screams at me, you know, if little children come and make fun of me, and if I get sick from head to toe, you know, if I lose everything, I will bless the Lord at all times. Tomorrow, I will bless the Lord at all times. Day after tomorrow, I will bless the Lord at all times. Lord, next month, I will bless the Lord at all times, good times and bad times. That's what we're going to remember when we, when we, um, Think about this verse. You know, we should probably, uh, it's a good thing to meditate, you know, further. Go home and meditate on this verse. I will bless the Lord at all times. All times is good times and bad times. You know, and whether um, we eat, whether we don't eat, whether we have anything, whether we don't have anything, 
whether people love us, whether people hate us, whether we are sick, you know, whether we are healthy, whether we are rich or whether we are poor, I will bless the Lord at all times. So we're just going to close our eyes and um, we're going to um, thank the Lord for His word for this month. Even though it may not look like a promise, it is a promise, strengthening promise for our soul that the Lord is giving us to bless Him regardless of what we're going to go through this month. What is awaiting us, we do not know. But we know what we have to do. We have to make a choice, just like Job. How Job made a choice. That I will bless the Lord at all times. How David made a choice. I will bless the Lord at all times. No matter what happens, I will worship Him. We have to make that clear in ourselves, in our heart. Resolve that. You know, resolve before the Lord. Lord, I will bless you at all times, Father. Lord, whether I have headache, whether I have body pain, whether I can breathe. Lord, whether I can walk, even if I'm bedridden. Lord, I will bless you at all times. Lord, whether I have food, whether I have clothing. Lord, I will bless you at all times. Lord, even when I'm full. Lord, even if I become the king, I will bless you. I will be like David. Lord, I will not think about myself. I will think about you. Lord, I will bless you at all times. I will not be shy. I will not be embarrassed to proclaim your goodness when you lift me up. I will bless the Lord at all times, at my good times. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you, Lord. Let's make a promise to the Lord. Lord, I will bless you at all times. Lord, no matter how high you lift me up, I will bless you at all times. Before the congregation, like David says, before the nations, before the heathen, before God's people, I will bless him. With all my heart, with all my strength, like David danced before the Lord with all his might, he gave everything to the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. Whether we go through difficult times like Job went through, or like David went through, the period of wandering, Lord, I will bless you at all times, in life and in death, Lord, in sickness and health. Lord, I will bless you at all times, Jesus. Whatever I go through, even if I have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Lord, I will bless you. I will bless you. I will bless you. Lord, when you multiply me. Lord, when you increase my riches. Lord, when you give me a promotion. Lord, I will bless you at all times. Lord, where you have me. Lord, working right now. Lord, in the midst of the Lord persecution. Lord, in the midst of the family I am in. Lord, wherever you have placed me, whatever our situation is, wherever we are right now, are we blessing the Lord? To ask ourselves a question, say, Lord, I will bless you. Lord, throughout this month, I will bless you. Lord, today I will bless you. Tonight I will bless you. Lord, tomorrow when I go to work, I will bless you. Lord, whatever work I'm doing, Lord, even at home while I'm cooking, Lord, I'm going to bless you. Lord, I'll have a thankful heart. Lord, whether I have anything or not, I will thank you, Lord. I will bless you. I will bless you at all times, Jesus. I will bless you at all times, Lord. Lord, I praise you, praise you, praise you. Let's open our mouth and praise the Lord. We thank you, Father. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. I will bless the Lord at all times and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Because God is the one, dear friends, who has cared for us all of these years. He is the one who has watched over us for our own safety. He is the one who cares for our welfare. He is the one who has a wonderful plan for our lives. Only God. Therefore we can praise Him, we can bless His name every day in all situations. 
Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we pray, help us to have a lifestyle of worshipping you, O God. Worshipping you exactly as you would have it, in spirit and in truth. O Father, help us to rise above all of our circumstances through the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, who defeated Satan on the cross of Calvary and who gives us victory through his precious blood. Father, we thank you that nothing can get us down if we have our eyes upon you. Father, we thank you that you are always faithful and continue to bless our listeners and help them in everything that they need, Lord. In Jesus' name we praise you. Amen. Please do visit us on the web at lbethelinternationalministries.org And until next time, may God richly bless you and may you be one who will bless His holy name day and night for all of His goodness to you.